0: Welcome and thank you for choosing the Mental Mindset Podcast presented by DBC Sports Psychology. Mental Mindset is hosted by Andrew Tosi and Zach Perkins, who will discuss mental skills, tips, and tricks to help you, your child, or your athletes be the best version of themselves in and out of sports. We hope you enjoy this week's Mental Spark. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Mental Mindset Podcast. I'm Andrew.
1: I'm Zach and uh, I think Andrew's about to get on his soapbox. I could be wrong though.
0: Yeah man, I mean, I well first off, I got this new microphone. I hope everyone can kind of tell the difference. This thing's got a little boomstick. I feel kind of official. It's kind of weird. (laughs)
1: <laughs> you are such a loser
0: i really am i'm a i'm definitely a dweeb for the technology stuff but it's kind of cool it just kind of sits here i don't have to like i can like rock back and forth and kind of feel my vibe up in here it's really nice it's nice that we're uh we're taping earlier in the morning usually we we tape at night and i've like had a full day of work you're getting fresh hot off the press kind of andrew didn't know where yeah, i was gonna go with
1: that I I actually was uh I was getting a little nervous. I figured I was cutting something out when we were getting to that point.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're like oh, I better get my editing skills ready. And uh, don't worry, that they're here. We're we're good to go. But yeah, man. I mean, when we were talking about like kind of where to take this and and where to go, um, I mean, I kind of threw out the idea of something that's been on my mind a lot, and I'm not really sure why. Um, probably has something to do with the idea of uh, like watching Ted Lasso and some of the things that kind of happened and the whole diamond dog scenario. And and it also kind of goes off the idea of what we talked about and um, building a culture and like always kind of just being there and being supportive for people. Um, but it also probably comes from the idea of just having conversation with guys. Right. Um, and understanding that I think men's mental health is something that we don't always talk about. Uh, but I think it's something that we should talk about because at the end of the day, I mean, we are two dudes who talk about a lot of uh, psychological things here and talk about like therapy and all this shit. Um, And I think it's something that we should kind of bring more to the podcast. I don't know. What's your thoughts?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think before we get rolling there, we uh, we need to give a shout out, out, excuse me, to our own uh, Kev Lasso. Uh, Coach Kev Pender uh, is the Aguam girls and boys volleyball coach. Uh, he also is now going to be the Anna Maria uh, women's volleyball coach, uh, but coach kept won him. the division two mass state championship last night uh, with his Aguam boys team. So he definitely deserves a shout out.
0: Absolutely. He does that guy. He, he is kind of like a, a, a lasso. I'd like that. The, the Kev lasso. He, he's got the mustache and everything. He's got that vibe. He definitely has that vibe to him.
1: He actually set it up with his boys team this year. I guess uh, there was like, whatever. They had a little wager or whatever was going on. Um, but basically, yeah, he, uh, he completely shaved everything. He went for the <laughs> full Ted Lasso mustache. He had a visor with an Agawam A on it. Um, and so Kev Lasso was born and he's really, uh, he's taking that. I'm hoping he's going to bring it to school as well.
0: I mean, I think he should, he should bring it over to Anna Maria and have a good time with it. I mean, that's a, that's a total vibe, you know, that's, that's great.
1: That's fantastic.
0: You should, you should shave your head and, and get a uh, get a mustache only.
1: Uh my head is way too big to shave. Let's start there. It's like the <laughs> ugliest dome in the world. And I definitely would have like if the light hit it the right way, it would just shine way too much. It'd probably and somehow I feel like it would never help our team. It would probably hurt our team. So um I really appreciate your feedback and I'm gonna uh choose to not pay attention to it. and yeah,
0: my dog likes to chase reflections around. I think he might uh he might off the dome of your head if that happened like just be chasing the ceiling it'd be kind of funny to watch in a way actually i think i might uh think i might enjoy that maybe maybe for my wedding gift that's what you can do for me
1: wow i really like the uh the <laughs> suggestion unfortunately i don't think that's gonna
0: happen fair enough buddy fair enough well yeah man i mean i so kind of going off this idea of like men's mental health i mean Growing up, did we hear anything about, like, kind of talking about emotions or sharing emotions or uh, even just, like, getting into a group, uh, especially in locker rooms and things like that? Like, I mean, I think you and I can both share the idea of in a locker room, if someone kind of spoke up or was emotional in a way or kind of shared how they were feeling, if it wasn't uh, a good emotion, like, say someone was like, yeah, I'm just not feeling good today or, like, I kind of feel like crap or, you know, "I'm, I'm, I'm kind of down in the dumps. I don't feel like myself. I mean the the slogans and the and the slang that was thrown around at that person uh, is something that I will not repeat on this podcast. But it wasn't always the most supportive. Would you
1: agree? A hundred percent. I couldn't agree with you more. I think it was one of those things, right, where it was like, yeah, <clears throat> you know, I guess I'll go a little PG, right? But it was like uh, weak, right? Like you you were weak or or you were you were simple minded. Maybe isn't the right thing, right? But like it was very much that you you weren't masculine, and I think that was. I don't know. You know, Mm -hmm. it's funny now because we sit here and you and I do this podcast and we talk about a lot of this stuff often. Right. And I think obviously times have changed a bunch. But, um, yeah, I go back to the same thing. Right. Thinking about locker rooms or things like that, man. And how many times did you just keep your mouth shut and not say anything or not share anything? And like, whatever, you might have had a performance that affected the team. And it was what it was like. You just you just wore it and, and kept moving on.
0: Yeah, and God forbid you just looked at your teammates and been like, sorry, guys, I didn't have it today in the sense of like, you know, I just wasn't mentally there. I mean, that just wasn't a thing that was really allowed to be said. And I mean, and this, we're talking like maybe 10 years ago. This isn't like something super crazy. And I'm, I mean, I don't want to age myself completely, but like, yeah, I mean, it was something that is just not discussed. And I like how you said masculine. I think that's a really good word for it because we, we, we as men in this world, I think there's a persona and there's a stigma around the idea that like, we're just supposed to own what happens and we're just supposed to shake it off or take it in and just use it as like energy to like kind of push through. And I don't think that that's fair um and uh, i mean yeah is isn't fair yeah i've heard that slogan a billion times but at the end of the day um if a guy opens up about the way that they're feeling i think it's i think it's more important to be accepting of that and be understanding of it than i guess finding ways to make them feel belittled and and feel lesser than like at, at the end of the day being vulnerable is a is a strength it's it's not a weakness but i think that there's a massive misunderstanding around that, especially in the toxic masculinity culture.
1: Well, I think a lot of it too, right, is, I guess it's interesting when you you kind of slow down and think about it, because it's just one of those things. How many times, how many times now have you just, have you felt like you've had the opportunity to share and have you held back because of the way things have happened in the past, right? Um, And I think like, you know, we talk about I know this is like an important subject for you, but how many times, you know, do we talk about or do like I I like to scroll TikTok when I got a little bit of downtime. Right. And like I can't tell you the amount of the amount of videos I see where it's like it's dudes talking to other dudes of like, hey, man, you made it through the day. Like just that support piece. Right. And like I feel like there's so many people who suffer in silence and still aren't willing to to share and kind of give you know, give themselves the ability to, to let things out and, and how much damage does it do?
0: Yeah. I mean, the answer to that question is a lot. Um, and and I think that that's the hard part. Like, I mean, one of the reasons that I, I started the business is, is to like, obviously help individuals and help people. But I think it's also the idea of like helping men understand that like dudes can talk about The way that they feel. I don't think it's, it shouldn't have to be this thing that is like such a, Oh my God, he spoke his emotions and spoke how we feel. I mean, I I think it should be more normalized and I think it should be something that is totally accepted and understood. But at the end of the day, I don't think it always is. And I think the reason is, is because of past generations and, and just this idea of like that men are supposed to be strong and that women are supposed to be, uh, quote unquote weaker and they share their emotions and sharing their emotions is a weak thing. And at the end of the day, that's a bunch of, bunch of malarkey, as they say, um, I, I've been trying to keep it PG ever since we, we got a bigger audience so it's a really, little hard as soon for me as, as,
1: soon as, as soon as you said that the hogwash <laughs> came into my uh, head and I was hoping that's where you were going to go with it
0: yeah I was like ah, yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway yeah I mean I think it's just this idea of like I mean I mean, the end, at the end of the day it's super important that guys I mean I texted some of my guys the other day when I was watching uh, Queer Eye with my fiance and yeah I love that damn show it's so good Uh, But it was talking about this idea of like men teaching each other. So like you teach one, each one, you know what I mean? Like you you, you do this thing where you are talking to a dude and you teach them that it's okay to talk about it. Uh, And then like and then each one of those moments also creates this opportunity for them to teach another guy that, hey, man, like, you know, I opened up. It feels really good about this. Like, why don't you try it? And eventually there's this domino effect that I think starts transcending across the, across the world Um, in the sense that like, we understand that like, it's okay to be not okay. I just think, I think that's, I can't say that enough. Like it's all right. If like once in a while, or or even all the time, you're just like, I just don't feel like myself. Um, At the end of the day, there's resources and there's people and there's friends that like want to help you get there. You know what I mean?
1: I think that's a big piece of it, right? Like there are there are friends, right, and there are there are trusted people in your life. I think a lot of times, right, and I can just tell you from like my own experience with you, with our buddy Nick, who we've talked about a bunch of times, right. Like there have been so many times where I've been maybe a little uh, uncomfortable, or I feel like a oh, man, like I can't share that, you know what I mean? And at the end of it, I finally, you know, find the the ability, or I kind of psych myself up to be able to do so. And all of a sudden it's like, Oh, here we are. Like now I know, uh, that support is there and you guys are, are willing to do that. Right. But it, it takes a little bit of courage at first. And I think that's the piece that really scares people is that courage to go ahead and, and put themselves out there and be vulnerable. Because I think a lot of times too, we've been trained, right. That if you're vulnerable, you're going to be taken advantage of. So it stops people. And that's where the fear comes from.
0: Yeah, dude, I I couldn't agree more. And also, you know, when we talk about like, obviously, this is much more of a, I guess, sometimes focused athletic kind of podcast and then the athlete culture and the athlete kind of uh, environment. And if you are an ex athlete, we you all understand what we were talking about five minutes ago in the podcast about locker room talk. Um, And like and I hate that term, but it is it is a thing that does exist in the culture, especially like so sometimes you talked about like the idea of like opening up and being building up that courage And, and that courage build up exists because when we have done it in the past or you've even attempted it or you've seen someone else attempt it or seen someone else do it, you've seen the way that other guys treat each other. And it is kind of gross i mean sure when you're with your buddies we all like bust each other's man parts right like there's this idea that like we all sometimes joke around and have a good time and, and all that but like when someone's actually like in a serious situation or like they're truly telling you or they say it especially more than once shut up and just listen Right. I mean, like, uh, I mean, I wanted to use a very big explicit word there, but I, I'm trying to behave myself again. But I think that the idea is that, like, just just shut up and listen. Like they're they're obviously telling you something that they want you to hear um, and also take it as a as a as a privilege. Like they're coming to you for a reason. They obviously feel comfortable enough with you or feel like this is a safe enough spot to, like, actually open up and talk to you about it. So don't make them regret that decision. Uh, I think that that part's really important too. Like like if, if someone, one of my friends came to me, sure, I might bust their, bust their man parts real fast, but also I then would understand like, oh my God, like they're actually being serious about this. Like we should definitely talk about it. Um, or, and again, going off what we talked about last week, it's not your job to always fix it. Sometimes your job is just to listen and be there. Uh, and I think that part is where guys get confused because we're also, there's also this culture around guys that, you got to be the problem solver. You got to fix things. You got to like make things better. You have to like make it like, Oh, it's okay. It's okay. Everything's going to be all right. Or like, Hey, I've got a solution to that. Like we do this, this and that. And at the end of the day, that's bullshit, man. It's bullshit. Like your job is not to fix everything. Your job is sometimes just to be a support system. And at the end of the day, sometimes support is all someone else needs, whether it's a guy, girl, uh, any gender that they want to be like, just, just be there. Just be supportive.
1: Most of it's just listen. Right. But, if you really think about who we are and and I'm going to I'm generalizing here a little bit right which I understand is not going to fit everybody right but we live you know in my opinion we live in a society now where it's so we're so self involved right and it's so much about me 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 that we don't want to take the opportunity to to stop and listen and and hear people for you know their true feelings and things like that, and so I think that's where a lot of the struggle comes from, right? And I think that's where a lot of that like almost masculine I have to solve this. It's not truly that I'm going to stop and listen to you. It's I hear you or or uh, I understand you're talking to me, but I'm not actually going to listen and take what you're telling me. I'm just going to automatically go into problem solving mode rather than you know, breaking my barrier down a little bit and being like, okay, yeah, I'm just going to listen right? And, and just whatever you have to say. I mean, how many times have we done it? Right. I'll call <laughs> you after freaking hockey games, right. Where I felt like we should have performed better and things should have gone better. You don't even say a word. And nope. after 20 minutes of me rambling, I'm like, all right, man, I feel better. Thanks. And you, you didn't do anything. You didn't say anything. <laughs> Correct. You just, you just let me get what I needed to out. And I think that like, we need more of that. We just need more of like, just just let me bitch, let me ramble, let me say what I need to say.
0: A hundred percent, man. And I think, I think when you, you mentioned a good point about the listening aspect, I mean, the, the communication is so damn difficult because like there's two aspects of it, right? There's the person talking and there's a the person that they're talking to. And they both need to be, uh, I guess, understanding what the. Uh, the task at hand here to like truly get an effective communication style or effect, an effective conversation. I mean, the best advice I can give any guy or anyone really listening is when you are listening, right? Are you listening to respond? Or are you listening to be like, okay, like uh, I'm gonna fix this or okay, oh, that I'm being defensive here because you said something that I, that bothers me, whatever the conversation is. but like are you listening to respond or are you listening to understand what the other person is trying to actually say? Because if you're listening to respond, you're doing it wrong. And yes, I said you're doing it wrong. Uh, I will call you out every time. You're listening to literally get your point of view across or fix something. And at the end of the day, that's not what someone always needs. And usually it's not what they need. They need someone to listen to them and understand what's going on. If you understand it and then have an idea about how to possibly fix it, then you can share that right? But if you don't truly understand the problem, then you're putting a band-aid over a scar or, 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 a, or a cut and it's just not going to work. You need to be able to understand what the actual issue is at hand. And sometimes that issue has nothing to do with you. So you just should listen, kind of like what you just mentioned.
1: Well, I think one of my favorite things, right? Like we talk about it. I think one of the, like one of my favorite responses I've ever heard or gotten, right? Is uh, I don't, I can't, I can't, speak to like the exact situation. Cause I've never lived that situation or I've never been in your shoes before. Right. And I think like that, whenever you hear that in a conversation, that's the immediate, like, okay, I hear you. Right. So there's some validation there, but you're not comparing. And I think that's another piece of this, that like people always want to compare, right. Or like my situation was worse. So you can get out of this. Right. <laughs> and there's just like, for me, there's no place in that, right? You, you've you never lived my life. You've never lived my situation, just as I've never lived yours, right? So for you to come to me with a problem and me to try to automatically offer a solution, like we are talking about two completely different scenarios. They may, they may feel like or he, uh, like sound like they align really well, um, but at the end of it, a lot of it is based on your life experience or my life experience, right? So like you're never, ever, ever going to have you and I have the same exact situation, and if we, if some unbelievable reason did, the outcome is never going to be the same because of the way you were raised, the way I was raised, the situations in life that we've gone through, our responses won't be the same. Things like that. So, I don't know. At the end of it, for me, like it's just understanding, right? And and we you have to you have to be willing to understand. You have to be willing to kind of break like break down and, and listen.
0: For sure, man. You you bring up something that is is deeper than I think you might recognize. What you were just talking about is exactly what we talk about when we're dealing with someone or, or, or a group of people who experience a traumatic event. Right. Uh, and we see it a lot in like first responders or the military guys will go through something and then they talk about it or they try to share it. And immediately, usually the response tends to be, oh, yeah, well, I've been through this and I'm still here kind of thing. And it immediately downplays. And, and it, de- it de- um, I guess it just like it just devalues what they're talking about. Like at the end of the day, we could, we could both be in the room. Something drastic and horrible could happen. I could be totally fine and you could be totally messed up or vice versa. Or we're both messed up or we're both fine. I don't know. Right. No one knows. And so the idea is that just because you go through a shared experience, sure, sometimes it's validating to know that other people have gone through something traumatic, but it's not validating when you say, yeah, but I got through it without doing this or I got through it without bitching about it or I got through it without sharing it. And it's like, good for you. And I would argue that you didn't right? Because if you want to share it so openly, I promise that most people don't want to share their traumas wide open in the open. Usually they want to like kind of hide them. So if you're sharing it openly, the chances are that you really haven't processed it or you have, and you think that everyone else is on the level of processing it. And that's just not fair either. There's so much to that. If you've been through a traumatic event and someone else shares trauma with you, please don't do the one up game. Like it's the most annoying thing, and it's so frustrating. It doesn't. It doesn't. It's not helpful. I promise. You can sometimes be like, yeah. I mean, you know, I've been through something really traumatic as well. You know, what really helped me is is getting is getting help. Or like, um, do you want to know what helped me, or do you just kind of want to sit there and process it? For the God, for the love of God, just ask ask permission before you just give yourself an opinion to everybody else. Like at the end of the day, I, I can't stand that when people just give me their opinion. It's like, did I ask? Like, I don't remember being like, Oh, have you been through this? Or like, sometimes I'll bring up a problem or I'll or ask a question. Um, or I'll just talk about something that I've been through or gone through. And immediately people will respond with this idea of like, Oh yeah, I remember when I did that. And it's like, it's like, Oh, okay. thank Thanks so much. And I'm not trying to be like, like an asshole about it. But my point is, is like, if I'm asking like, Oh, has anyone else experienced that? Or, oh, has anyone else gone through that? Like, great. Then please give it to me. I'm asking for it. But if I'm just like, yeah, man, like that was a really rough, uh, rough day for me. Like I had this, this, and this. And someone's like, oh yeah. Like, uh, like when I have rough days, I do. This. And it's like, uh, uh, okay. I, I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't asking that. Um, but again, it's listening to respond rather than listening to understand what's actually going on. Um, and I think that that is one of the biggest things that I, I wish that, Especially guys would just take away like when your boy comes to you and is like, hey, man, like, yeah, this is really rough or like sends a group chat or sends a message to you like, man, today has just been so hard. I just, I just didn't have it. Instead of being like, yeah, dude, I've been there um, or just like someone just asks like, is there anything I can do for you, man? Why is that so scary for guys to do? And I mean, with the guys that you and I hang around with and stuff, that that isn't the case. Right. But uh, I can promise you that we are 100 percent the minority. Uh, because there's a lot of different cultures that exist out there and a lot of different things of just like brush it under the rug. Um, Whether it's race culture, whether it's job culture, whether it's blue and white collar, whatever the hell you want to call it, like there is definitely a different dynamic that exists. And I think, I think if guys were just looking at each other as also human beings and remove the whole gender idea and the stereotypical bullshit that exists, I think it would just be a more free flowing and a happier place. I mean, God, I am on my soapbox and I don't care. But think about like the the idea of politics. There's a reason that a bunch of rich white guys just like bitch at each other and complain the whole time is is because they have nothing else to do and they're comparing themselves to each other as like I'm the best, you're the best, you're the worst, whatever. But like they don't they don't ever actually like solve many problems and I mean that's that's like a big issue for me. Like the idea is surround yourself with people that just want to be supportive of you and I mean at the end of the day you're going to be a lot happier I I, I promise like I, I don't make many promises in life but I can promise you that if you surround yourself with people who actually give a shit about you and actually want to help you you're you're going to be a lot happier in life and if you're not happy right now take a look at the people that you're surrounding yourself with and take a look at the group of friends that you have. Can you go to your boys or like, we're sp- sp- like strictly speaking, mental health, men's mental health right here. So I'm obviously only talking about that, but that we could blow this up and everything. But like, could you look at your boy and be like, yeah, man, I'm, I'm having a really rough time right now. And would he be, would he be berating of you? Or would he be like, dude, what's going on? Like, what can I do for you? Because if it's the first one, you might want to you might want to re reexamine what 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 your friends are to you, and if it's the second one, give that dude a hug um, because he's a really good friend.
1: I think it's hard too, right? Like <clears throat> you start to get down that road, right? And you're talking about re-examining and that whole thing. That's that's a hard thing to do, uh, and that's a, that. But that's a life thing, right? Like you need to you need to determine your own wealth or like how important you are, right? And and at the end of it, like I don't think self-worth for, for a lot of people is always like high, high priority. Right. And so that's something like you need to pay attention to and understand. Um, It's really hard to cut people out of your life. Like it's the hardest thing you're going to do. But at the end of it, you need to do it for yourself. Right. And so um, I guess, you know, as as we continue to chat about this a little bit, you know, how, how would you, or I I don't really know how I want to like ask this question, but basically like, how do you work on on self, self-worth? self Like, how do you recognize self-worth? Wow, this is a tough one. Self-worth. Uh, just how do you put yourself first? You know what I mean? Because a lot of times, again, we talk about how we're trained as men to, you know, take care of others, right? And and, and kind of put ourselves to the back burner. But there's got to be times like you have to take care of yourself just as much. Um, and, and so how do you kind of uh, instruct folks to do that?
0: Uh, that's a great, it's uh, a great question. And you're right. It, it is a hard one to ask and it's not an easy one to answer, but the best advice I can give anybody is, is create a values list. Right. And I'm not talking about of your valuables, right. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about like of your life, like what is valuable to you in your life? For me, it would be like family. It would be friends. It'd be quality time with my fiance. It would be uh the business that I've created and things like that. But like that order is, it, I mean, it, it's, it's, somewhere around there, but I promise you that my job is at the bottom, right? So like, that's usually where my values are, but like, it might not seem that way because I work a thousand damn jobs, but I also enjoy what I do for a living and I make time for all of my values, right? I am by no means perfect. I a hundred percent make mistakes and I a hundred percent get my value list all screwed up and then not sometimes. And that's okay. But I'm not afraid to admit like, yeah, I fucked up. Yeah, that was my bad. I shouldn't have done that. I made the wrong decision here, and I'm also not afraid to be like, "Yeah, I'm burnt out, and I'm really stressed out, and I don't know what to do." Um, but at the end of the day, to help find your those, like, I guess, I guess your uh, your, your values is, is more important than anything because it helps you then make decisions. It also then helps you make those decisions of like, "Wow, do these people even support the values that I that I hold near and dear to my heart?" And if they don't, you're right, dude. Cutting people out of your life sucks. And it's not easy, but guess what? You're the only one guaranteed to be at your own funeral. And what I mean by that is like, you have to live your life for you and you cannot live your life for other people. And and I, that includes parents, right? Like, I mean, kudos to parents and what they do and what you guys do raising kids and all that stuff. Like, obviously you're brand new to that, but like, I mean, that's amazing. But at the end of the day, you also still have to do what is best for, for you as a person. Um, and obviously yeah. When you're raising a kid, like that kid takes a lot of priority and they damn well better become your number one freaking value. Right. But at the end of the day, you are always the first value that you have to take care of. Like you have to take care of yourself because if you're not taking care of yourself, you cannot take care of anyone else underneath you and take care of your own values. Um, uh, so, yeah, that I guess that'd be the best advice I can give. Is that a good answer or?
1: Yeah, yeah, no, I loved it. I'll be honest with you. Uh, for the sake of everybody who's listening here, I'm going to try to pull you down off your soapbox a little bit. Um, with that said, I do understand, right? Like this is a pretty important topic. Um, so as much as I joke around about you being on your soapbox, uh, <laughs> I really respect like your your drive and your want to, to speak about it because it is something that's pretty important. Um, do you have uh, any kind of quote Maybe it helps you get through, you know, when you're struggling or, or whatever, right? Do you just have kind of a quote to wrap us up this week uh, as we start to wrap up men's mental health um, for probably the third time we've chatted about it? <laughs>
0: yeah, this is the first time we've had a legit episode fully about it. Um, yeah, man, I, don't, I don't know if I've had, I don't know if I have a, a full quote about it, but I think, I think it's just a final message, right? And I'll keep it short, I promise. Uh, it's just the idea, if, if you're a guy... Don't be afraid to be vulnerable because being vulnerable is a strength. It's not a weakness. And if you can be vulnerable around the people that are around you, then those people are the kinds of people that you should keep around and and open up to more. And if you're a guy whose friend opens up to you, please just listen to understand and don't listen to respond. And just remember that sometimes when someone opens up, it's not your job to solve the problem. Sometimes it's just simply to be there and be a support system when they need it.
1: You know, had you done that at the beginning, this podcast would have been over in five minutes. Uh, So thanks for (laughs) hopping in that soapbox.
0: You're welcome, buddy. It's uh, I appreciate the opportunity to have, uh, I guess, a a platform where we can do this, right? Um, I mean, hey, even if we get like two people to listen, I don't really give a shit. Um, I I enjoy the idea of this topic, and I think it's something that we should incorporate more into it because we are two guys who talk about mental health issues. And at the end of the day... um, It's a real problem. And I think if more guys understood that dudes understood or that they're there for them, I think uh, the world would just be a little bit better of a place and probably less uh, less crazy.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'd love to be able to add something to that, but I think you wrapped it up really nicely. So I'm not gonna, you know, drag it on any longer for anybody. Um, Any last words, anything like that before we wrap up this week?
0: Just thanks for anyone who's still listening. (laughs) I appreciate your, your audience and your attention. And if you take anything away from this, just try and be there for people and don't be judgy. Just be curious first. Always, always be curious rather than judgmental. There's the quote for the day. I'm done.
1: I can tell you, uh, you joke about the, the listenership sometimes, right. But, uh, we're averaging anywhere between a hundred, excuse me, 50 to 150 downloads a week. And it just depends on topic and things like that. Um, but we, uh, that's like pretty, I'd say, you know, somewhere around a hundred is pretty average. Um, for me, like that's pretty impressive.
0: Hot mic, hot mic. That is impressive. I mean, Hey man, at the end of the day, we started this for really just you and I to, we, we have our first episode is like the, why we do what we do, right. It's just to get to one person. So if we're getting a hundred people a week, the chances of hitting one person, um, is a, is a pretty high percentage. So I'm, I'm pretty happy with that. And uh, dude, I I will share. I really love doing this with you. Uh, you're one hell of a person, and I love you,
1: man. I'm just gonna wrap up on that. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> I love you too, man. Uh, no, it's been awesome. It's been a ton of fun, and like, I'm excited, right? I think there, you, we just continue to grow, and I think you and I have gotten more comfortable doing it. Um, For sure. And we like, we both look forward to it. I know we we talk about it when you know we're not even talking about podcasting, right? We talk about like, oh man, I thought about this or, hey, we could try this. And I've found that like even some conversations, like, like we're, we're trying to figure out how to continue to grow it and and do it organically and not like, you know, spend a bunch of money and do all this stuff. But like, I think that's just the passion of it for us. Like just the enjoyment and how much fun we have doing it, mm-hmm. um, you know? So I, I appreciate the effort you put in. I appreciate, you know, you kind of using your business to, to help move us forward as well. Because, you know, I know you put you put that name on there. So, uh, you know, but other than that, uh, mental mindset podcast at gmail.com. You know, you can get a hold of us that way. Uh, and for all the guys out there, if you don't have somebody in your life where, you know, you feel like they'll just listen. You know, Andrew's here. I'm here. Uh, we're willing to do that. Right. So if you're struggling and, and you feel like you don't have somebody to go to reach out, you know, we'd love to be that person for you. Uh, for sure. We'd love to be able to listen and, and just help however we can. Uh, one more time, mentalmindsetpodcast at gmail.com. We do have the Instagram page as well. Mental mindset uh, Give us a follow there. Uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. Cheers.